Hey guys, what is happening? Welcome to another episode of To Live and Buy in LA and Toronto for tonight's episode. <laughs> eh? To Live and Buy in Toronto. Um, I'm Zach Goldsmith, my Koshmo. Ben Bilak. It's not how you say my last name. Guys, He's today I want to stop knows. Zach because if I don't, no one will. Today we have with us a special guest in Matt Leonetti, not only a fellow agency agent, but a real estate celebrity in his own right. It is truly hard to meet a realtor that does not know who he is or has not been impacted by his fearlessness in his marketing. You know what? Let me just say this. To every realtor that does not know who this leather jacket enthusiast <laughs> is next to me, you are living under a rock. Get out the business. But content is not the only thing that he does well. He's a co-founder of BAM, Broke Agent Media, with the broke agent Eric Simon, another pioneer and disruptor in the real estate social media space, and now the managing partner of the agency Toronto West. And as a fanboy of Matt, I have decided to dress like him today. Yes. How'd I do? You look fantastic. <laughs> I was telling you, very. you should be doing this every day you should be <laughs> listing appointments like this. this these are my jammies i wear this to sleep. right well it's comfortable it's is good. that what I, you were doing with this i thought this was an episode of west side story <laughs> you look like the sharks and the jets over here you sort of look like two hockey players going out after the game <laughs> <laughs> hey let's go eh? no way okay let's do it anyway we're gonna start today matt with your inspiration behind two of your highest performing videos. Okay. Um, and after showing you a few clips, we'll move to your advice for navigating uh, and paralysis analysis mm. around putting out content. I think so many of us are hesitant to do. Um, and we'll finish with some tips, some tricks and hacks to get you off of your booty and into doing what you should be doing and putting content out there into the universe so people know who you are, care about who you are, and let's hear your personality. Matt, super excited. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it from here. All right. Take off my mic. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, we're going we're gonna to play you a clip right now for those okay. of you at home of this video of Matt's. Hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. All right, let's get this tour started. Sure. Has uh, anyone ever told you you look like Freddie Mercury? No. Check out this incredible open concept. Wow, this is nice. Are these uh, hardwood floors? Hold on, let me check. Uh, if you don't know, it's... Yeah, they're hardwood. <laughs> oh my god, Amazing. is that funny? Okay, yes. so a couple questions about this, okay? Of all of the easy <laughs> and cheap ways to get a following or to trend on social media yep. through trending sounds and songs, why did you pick Queen here? Okay, there's actually a, a really good reason for this, Yeah. okay? Um, <laughs> probably 14 years ago, I was at... Uh, breakfast with my then girlfriend, now wife, who you've both met. Uh, she hates you both, by, by the way. She's lovely. She yeah. <laughs> I thought it went well. <laughs> so we were going and then I got my like eggs or whatever. And someone kept saying, Freddie, okay, what? like I need to really paint a picture here. <laughs> you can't say you had eggs. Yeah, you must have more than on. just eggs. That's what bothered me. Uh, yeah, I had eggs and like some bacon. Okay. So I think I actually got steak and eggs. Okay. Um, if you really want to know, anyways, I heard someone say, Freddie, 
No way. Hey, Freddie. And they kept saying it. I was like, okay, what, like, what the hell's going on? And then the waitress came up to me and she's like, has anyone ever told you you look like Freddie Mercury? Mm. And that's the start of that video. Has anyone ever told you you look like Freddie Mercury? And I just held on to that for literally 15 years. And I was like, <laughs> it was the greatest compliment of my life up until that, probably the best moment of my life mm -hmm. uh, still. So, yeah. So, and then I started growing a mustache and I got that compliment more and more. <laughs> and then I was like, let's just, let's capitalize on this. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Speaking of capitalizing, was this, I, cause I know a lot of people that are in this type of space and focusing on content, they'll like pick kind of like a holiday or like lean into, it's like around St. Patty's day. Let's do some sort of yeah. video with like a leprechaun. <laughs> was this, was it time related or you were just like, it's time to bring Freddie out. Yeah. I was just like, this would be funny. I actually almost didn't post that video cause it's like really dumb. Like a lot of my videos are dumb, but this one, a lot of my videos are kind of funny cause it's true humor, like relatability. This mm -hmm. one's just like, I'm dressed up like an asshole. <laughs> like, well, I'm dressed up like Freddie Mercury and like going through my client's house. They just bought that house and they let me do it. And it is your issue. You're saying that it's not real estate related. It's enough. not. Yes. Like the content mm -hmm. isn't important enough to your clients. Yes. Up until that point, it was kind of like funny cause it's true. This was me just as Freddie Mercury. Like what if Freddie Mercury was a real estate agent? That was the whole concept. Behind is it. there something wrong with that? Because there has been for me for a long time, and that's why I ask you, because you do it so well. No, not, there's not anymore. Like I've done, and I think we'll show one of the Eminem videos as well. I kind of leaned into that because that video performed so well. So once I did that, um, it just like immediately took off for me at the time. I had like 2,000 followers or whatever, and it just like really took off. I remember the next day, or I think that later that night, Ryan Serhant commented. Oh, and wow. And said like, love this. Easy and I was though. like. No, I mean, it's, it's cool that we're someone like he him. He just punches me I in mean, the face. I mean, he's a machine. <laughs> he's a machine. He's a machine. He's a marketing machine yeah. in this industry. And he was a big reason why I got into the industry. So I was just like so taken aback when that happened. Um, and I was like, oh, there's something here after that. Signal. And yeah, it really was. And then uh, Sir Sel, like Sirhant did like an article on it. And mm. they did a whole write-up and shit. And I was like, oh, this is like really badass. Because up until that point, I'd been doing content for about six months and I felt like people were kind of tiptoeing around me. Like they thought it was funny, but they didn't, it, maybe it wasn't right to engage because it was unprofessional for them to engage. Once Sir Hant said, love this, it's mm. like everything, it was like acceptable. It's like, okay. You uh, can like coordinated this. by the, uh, yeah, it the was king himself. very odd how that happened. Okay. So wait, let's, let's, before we ask questions, um, let's go to the second clip really quick. We're going to play this, uh, really quick. If, um, if Stan were a real <laughs> estate agent, Oh man, I love this one. Dear Tim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my stager, and my Instagram at the bottom. I sent you two comps back in autumn. You must not have got them. There's probably just a problem with the Wi-Fi or something. Anyways, just call when you see this, Tim. Dear mister, I'm too good to call or text me back. This will be the last message I'll ever send your ass. I don't even like your home. It doesn't even got good bones. And the tone of the stone you chose on the counter is straight out of the Flintstones. I can't. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so just so everyone understands, this is a parody of Stan, which is like one of the smartest and most famous Eminem songs mm -hmm. uh, ever made about like a psychotic and murderous <laughs> man. Do you think that realtors have an unhealthy fixation on getting attention from their clients? Yes, I, I do actually. I do. I mean, <clears throat> when I I get 
outraged sometimes if they don't text me back within i don't know how you guys feel <laughs> especially like i was just out there waiting for an offer they're 15 minutes go by they're not signing like and it's ready to sign out yeah i'm like what are you doing so yeah that's yeah that's real that, so that's a lot to live up to by the way those first two videos right does that give you a lot of pressure moving into the next piece you create thinking like this has got to be better than no thriller no, not at all. People ask me that a lot and it's just not because that's done. I've done that. I've proven that I could do that. And I did. And now it's just like on to the next. And like every couple months, you'll kind of hit. I've I've brought back Freddie a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I brought back uh, Eminem a couple of times. And it's every couple, you know, not every video is going to hit. And that is what it is. You can't put so much pressure on that. It's just like get the content out. And a lot of the times like Freddie I, I kind of knew Stan was going to hit. It's like sometimes yeah, you get that sure. feeling, but Freddie, I thought was going to bomb. I was mortified to post it. Oh, wow. We, and, and what specifically was the fear around? I just thought it was too gimmicky and too dumb. Mm-hmm. Like I thought people were just going to be like, okay, this guy's now like before I was just doing like little skits. You're afraid you're going to become like the Weird Al Yankovic of y- real estate. Y- yeah, which some people have now since called me, which I apologize. is fine. Yeah, That's I mean, a compliment. I'm extremely offended. So, so, no, it is. Yeah. So how does... How does this fit into your strategy to get business? Because it's extremely non-traditional and real estate as a sector has a pack mentality when it comes to marketing and advertising. Yeah. So, well, since this all started, now I have kind of two aspects of the business. There's like my real estate business and my actual content creation side. Like we've, you know, our podcast monetized. I get paid for some of the content, Mm -hmm. sponsors, endorsements, all that shit. So um, that's that. So I've always wanted to create like passive income. Mm -hmm. So that's what this is doing now. Sure. And then real estate, it's literally, it's just starting conversations. That's all like when I figured out that that's what this does, it's just like, oh, I love Freddie Mercury. That's something I know that no one else knows. And then it's just like you build on that relationship because people want more than just like bringing them around to houses and talking houses all the time. Active pending solds. Boring. They want to be engaged. They want to be engaged and they want to like, I don't know. The way I look at it is like, I want things. I want to be what I want. So like when I have a service, I want to relate to them on more than just like whatever that service is. And like, I know from experience, like when I'm, whatever I'm doing, buying a car or whatever, if they like, you know, comment on my watch or my t-shirt and then there's something that we can actually like bond on further, I'm like automatically so like dedicated to that person. Me personally, Mm -hmm. not everyone's like that, but for me, and that's just now how I'm just trying to attract those kind of like-minded people. It's a much more relaxing and enjoyable service experience when like you're just serving your tribe. That right. is for sure. Yeah. Um, was the content you created leading up to mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury, did you feel it was kind of subpar stuff? You were just starting out or it was all good. You liked what you were doing. Maybe not every piece, but it was real estate centric and you felt like that's what people wanted or needed to see. Yeah. Like it was good. It was fine. Um, like I started doing the comedy stuff, like I said, about six months before. And at the time, I think it's all like, you know, at the time it's good. When I look back at those things now, I'm like, oh, that was really kind of bad and yeah, shit. Yeah, we don't feel that way. Well, yeah, exactly. When you look back at it now, but it's all like a stepping stone. And that's what people need to understand. Like, you're not just going to hit a home run the first time and you're not just going to be amazing the first time. And also, you don't have to be amazing no. necessarily, right? It's interesting. I want to just get back quickly to the way you say you separate the two worlds. Do you feel now you can create content that is outside of the real estate realm or do you still want to tie them in? 
I still want to tie them in. I've always kind of like dabbled. Maybe like I'll do that down the road, but that's what kind of, I always say like, that's what got you to the dance. You got to do what got you to the dance and then you can start peppering in things, but there's a reason people are kind of engaged with you and following you and following what you're doing. So you always, you can't just like, I call it the Taylor Swift method. Taylor Swift started as a country artist Mm -hmm. and then she just got gradually more pop until she released a full pop album and then she went full pop and she took over the pop world Mm -hmm. and now she can kind of do anything she wants. Yes. I feel like I'm in that stage right now where like, yeah, I'm the funny guy, but like I can do more. So I'm starting to pepper in a little bit here and there and just to see how people accept it. And that's what I'm kind of into right now. That's that's so I saw you speak at the agency forum Mm -hmm. When I first got to the company yeah. a few months ago and uh, Ben told me about you, I think a few other people did and was super impressed by the stuff that you created. You had a great presentation and it struck a chord with me because you've created stuff that I've always created in, you know, but haven't kind of put it out there because I've been in this business a long time. And you said something that was really relevant at the time. You were like, I'm going to do what eventually what works for me. Cause I think you started, I remember that video you put out of you like doing a, a cold call or something or a real call with someone. What did you do? You, you did a call with someone that didn't go well. I have no idea who you are. <laughs> what are you watching? No, I, I think Eric watching is, James Harris videos. Eric What's happening here? <laughs> no, you did something <laughs> that we were so uncomfortable shooting. You aired this at the forum. Yeah. yeah. Oh it was me God. just talking about open houses. Like, yeah, or do you need video. an agent to sell your house? It was the first video I ever did. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. very serious. And you're like, I'm going to get myself out here. Show people. Yeah. If you need an agent to sell your house <laughs> and right. you're like, that's not me. That is yeah. not my area of expertise. Yeah. So for me, I have been a straight, kind of shooter and serious guy in my real estate career for a lot of my Defending life. Defending his brand, his right. prestige, and the company that he was at. For yeah, you last, fought it for a long time. For the last 14 years, that was their way. Yeah. and it was very discreet, very non-disclosure. the boutique, and like, it's yeah. just funny because in that time frame, a lot changed just as far as content creation goes. And by the way, I'm not making an argument for one thing or the other, but I just to give context to yeah. the world that you were in for so long. Well, I was also private on my social media and yeah. felt like You're I will private. only, yeah, I, will secret only agent. I was, I was I'll like, I'll only let a few people see what yeah. I create here. And part of my move to the agency was to be more free and be able to jump in myself. Yep. When you said I, you, you start creating what you loved and you didn't have anything to lose. You're mm-hmm. like, what did I have to lose? I thought, shit, that resonated with me. I have so much to lose. Yep. I've been in this business for a long time. I've got kids. Like you think of all these things. Mm-hmm. You're like, I could lose all these clients. I've got some super high net worth clients who will look at the, who will look at half the stuff I do. Like who the fuck is this idiot? Yeah. But it is a, <laughs> It is. You're shocked by that. No, no. What I was going to say is I think the question that we're probably trying to get to is that do you think that the formula changes for the real estate licensee that's been in the business for three decades or does the market, meaning like the market as a salesperson that's trying to do business, um, has permanently changed and it calls for like attention for a licensee to survive? Yeah, I think so. Like I I do think... There's those, those old agents are always going to have that like referral business. That's what we see all the time. Like, oh, referrals, referrals, that's fine. And like the cold calling is always going to be there. The door knocking is always going to be there. Cold calling where I'm at, like 
everyone's losing their landlines. So it's like harder and harder to cold call people. You're mm-hmm. just not getting and and they're talking about like making door knocking illegal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're doing that here. Um, it is in Beverly Hills proper. You're not allowed to door knock. Yeah. So, so like, think about it. Like time. everyone always say, says to me, like, well, what happens if social media, Instagram goes away? It's like, well, what happens if door knocking becomes illegal? Like we can't just think what if all the time, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's got to act on what's going on now and, and go to, you know, gravitate towards what you're good at. Um, but I think absolutely you're, you need some type of presence. Um, and, and to be attend, a lot of people go, Oh man, you're just attention seeking. It's like fucking right. I am. That's what everyone, we should all be attention seeking. Well, That's- attention right now is certainly the currency. Um, if we, if we transition a bit, so like, why did you start? I know you told a story before where you're like, I went door knocking. It was terrible. Yeah. Okay. And was that a quick transition into making content part of your overall strategy? Why did you say I'm going to start making stuff? No, this, I, probably tried door knocking for like two years, two and a half years, mm. door knocking, cold calling. I'd like some kind of success sometimes, but like, I don't know, not really. I mean, I told my first door knocking story that was true where the yeah. person told me to just get the fuck off their property. <laughs> um, but no, it was just like probably three. I was thinking about getting out of the business. I left a team. I was solo and I was like, something's got to change. I just liked social media. I liked Instagram. I, I liked being on it. I was like, I just got to be more myself. Like, that's why I got into this business. Like I thought I had a good personality and people my whole life, like that was my one thing. Like people thought I was funny and like, I could like people gravitated towards me. And then I just like pushed that all out, you know, out the window. when when I got into real estate, you know, it's so funny is if team members, I will say to them, the ones that are like afraid to make content, I'm like, for all of you on the team, that people told you you should get into this business because you're a people person and you're afraid to put out content. Maybe you're not a people person after all because this is being a people person at scale. Well, it's, 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 I've always felt that connection with you because I, we had a similar life. Like I have the same thing with comedy. It's always inside me. And I shied away (laughs) from it for so long to a degree because I feel like these suits don't want to hear anything about this. They just want business. And I was successful doing it, but I wasn't super happy. Mm -hmm. And why I made this jump to the agencies, Mm -hmm. because I knew that platform was there. I was ready for it. And I, even if I wasn't ready, I had to do it. Right. So I had my own separate comedy life that was funny and racy and crazy that I can't really put a lot of it out. (laughs) Uh, Stereotypical, I like to say, (laughs) which uh, I make light of that. But but I was worried for so long that my true self would get rid of some people. And you know what? It may have got rid of some, but it gained so many more. Right. And that is like one thing that people want more than anything is genuineness, Mm -hmm. sense of being yourself and happy and comfortable and confident with who you are, no matter who it is, I'm finding that is the biggest success tool in life for me. It's enthusiasm. I think that sells over anything in the world. Mm -hmm. Enthusiasm. Yeah. Charisma, right? Yeah. I I mean, I got charisma. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) about the best looking guy in the room, but I got charisma. You're getting a lot cuter with all this money. (laughs) You heard it here first. I, I thank you for that. Zach joined the agency because of me. Zoom in. <laughs> you were an Zoom inspiring in. part so, of me to, to stay. What <laughs> it, what's your process specifically? Like, how do you find inspiration for the parodies and like the pop culture references? It's hard. I like, I just love doing it. Like I love comedy. I love music. I love pop culture. So it's just like, I remember, um, when 
I was doing some content. I was like, oh, I keep doing the same thing. I need to add something else in that would be kind of like easy for me to add in. And for me, that was like parodies because I came from a music background. So like everyone thinks all these parodies must take so long for me. Like that's Stan. I did it because my wife told me like one time in passing that I couldn't rap. And I was like, challenge accepted. And then I literally, <laughs> my I wrote that in like 30 minutes and we filmed it in like an hour, Yeah, you yeah. know, and it was, it was done. It was, it just, sometimes they come naturally to me and it was just something to like add like a different thing to what I was doing. The thing that I like have been really getting from sitting here with you is that like, you don't prejudge the idea or the execution. In fact, the judgment and the paralysis, if you will, only came with Freddie, let's say mm -hmm. in that case, right before you were about to post it. But like you'd rather just like kind of shoot first, aim later. And then even still, since you had already done it, you were like, I'm posting it. Yeah. You got to ask for forgiveness later. I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, you can see oh, my videos are so glad you're saying. Yeah. This. My, my videos are like they're not the best quality by any means. Like they could always be like, I could get a amazing videographer for every video. Like uh, I'm just doing half this shit with my iPhone. My wife's filming me. I got a lav mic that I got on Amazon for fucking 20 bucks. So what I was going to say is so for the members of my team mm -hmm. that turn to me and they say, I want to do it my own way. I don't want to be cheesy. Mm -hmm. What do you say to that? I mean, cheesy like cheesy like who who are they thinking they're gonna be cheesy like well that's that's kind of my point is like i'm like if you don't want to be cheesy then like don't be cheesy don't be cheesy <laughs> i mean that's uh, i mean don't I, I think people just overthink it i don't overthink anything anymore it's like i got an idea i do it i put it out whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen mm -hmm. like why we can't stress over that at the end of the day like yeah this is great for business and it's amazing to be seen but it's just social media like, don't get so stressed over it. People are like, you got to post five times a day, all this fucking bullshit. Post whenever you want. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's Instagram. Crazy. It's not like you're, you know, no one's going to kill you if you don't post five <laughs> times a day. I know it's crazy that Gary V recommends like three to five times a day. That's it's insane. Wild. You know, what's funny that I was telling Zach, like when we were talking about the, around the genesis of this podcast, we, we were talking about it and he had a lot of ideas and he was like, I'm really surprised you're like so accepting of all these, he's like, could you? push back a little bit more just give me some pushback i feel like it's not good you're not like you're placating yeah. me or not and i said dude no man like the show's hungry for content so like i'm not gonna judge any of it yeah. we just gotta make it all yeah um i think the th important thing to notice is to note is that some people are just cheesy and not everyone can pull this off. So yeah. I don't think like this should encourage everyone to go out there and start making parodies because most people can't handle this. I think it's important that people find what they do well and start just executing down that. A hundred percent. People, they're always like, man, I want to do creative content, but I'm not funny. You don't have to be funny. You have to be what you are. If you're not funny and you try and be funny on camera, it's going to be very awful and cringy. Oh, they yeah. may not be able to do anything that they can create content wise that is worthwhile. Yeah. And even if you are cheesy, like lean into it, whatever it is, lean into it. Yeah. That was my comment about how authentic you are. And that is what people appreciate at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's, everyone has a different opinion. Like some people think I'm cheesy. Like it's all perspective at the end of the day. 
So. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Like, it's funny because, like, I started, um, there were only, like, literally a handful of agents that were making video when yep. I started doing um, the tours mm -hmm. as a real estate agent versus a tour channel. And, like, this Beverly Hills super realtor thing just came out of my mouth on the first day because I was like, this channel needs to have, like, an intro. And I keep hearing everyone be like, hey, guys. And then, like, I had to follow <laughs> it with yeah. something. And, it, like, the I'm Beverly Hills, uh, I'm the Be I'm Beverly Hills, Ben Black Beverly Hills super realtor. It almost like a question mark at the end because like I wasn't <laughs> sure what it was yet and what's funny is it's like now I can't get away from it and like I go places and people are like it's a super realtor yeah. a super realtor Holy fuck and you're getting me really <laughs> you're getting me excited over here but but it's just funny because like I think it's cheesy and and what I'm and others do but the thing is is it has like a like a it's just funny how the brand it has is a memorable. tag yeah, yeah it, had it a has tag. a tag and like I, even when I was like oh yeah I'm going to the podcast some people were like oh super realtor Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It, it is. So, okay. And it, you don't care, which is, which is also a, a pretty strong quality is, you know, a lot of people will think your shit is cheesy and you don't care. I just want to be memorable because the truth is one time I made a video when I had this crazy client with Mauricio, I always tell the story. And basically I made a video touring her house and she called him Mauricio and said, why aren't you in the video? And she said, cause that's for Ben's beach. And I want to be the mayor of my beach. Mm -hmm. Anytime people are thinking, uh, breathing, sleeping, real estate, I want them to automatically think of me. And that's just kind of a way for me to kind of keep reminding of yeah. them. Um, guys, as we kind of head towards the end of this, I thought we could maybe just do like a quick lightning round, whereas the Let's content master that you oh are, you could just give like a little bit of advice on um, where people can start with content creation. creation. You one word or what's going on here? Uh, you know, no rules here. Okay. I feel like you're really loose with the rules. All right. uh, up, so to, I figured, up to 17 words. Okay, 17. Okay, so if someone, okay, let's, let's actually pretend that our agent is a newer licensee. Okay. And um, they haven't really made any content yet. Like, what do you think they should start filming with? Like, do they need a DSLR camera? Should they film with their phone? What should they do? No, phone. I would go phone. I think audio is more important than the actual. The phone's fucking sick. They do Apple commercials on the phone. Like, how, how, yeah. how much better do you need? Okay. Um, cinematic mode looks great. Um, what does that mean? Cinematic mode? Just flip it on cinematic mode on your phone. Okay. okay. You heard it here first, guys. You don't need any lighting. Like go in front of a window. Nice natural light is great. Have a little lav mic. Even if you don't have a lav mic, I do a lot of my rant videos in my car. There's literally just my phone vertical. And, Same uh, these. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think the only thing, the only challenge is if you're doing a tour and I've seen people do mm -hmm. tours and someone's holding the iPhone and they're yeah. kind of far away. Yeah. And like you can't hear the subject, which I guess we'll talk about the well, audio here portion you go. next. The, the, the first, if you're going to do that, you need a gimbal. You need it. You can't be a shaky hand mm -hmm. motherfucker. Um, and and by the way, you can get a great gimbal on Amazon for a hundred bucks yeah, for your phone. And it's amazing. What I do for the audio is I I get one that I can plug into my phone, a lav mic, mm -hmm. and I actually just have two phones. So I have one phone that films and then I plug the other one. So oh. it's like a wireless pack mm -hmm. almost. And I just use Is that, that for the microphone aspect? Yeah. And so then I'll, I'll just clap. Video, one Zach's doing ADD audio. just said it. And he, just, yeah. he woke back up. Yeah, I'll Wait, clap back up. And I'll You're doing one up. for video, one for audio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> write this down. Yeah. Write that shit down. <laughs> I'm giving this shit away for free. Wait, I have, I have to buy two iPhones? Wait, actually there is a mic set up by Rode, which you actually see some people using online now, which they're like these little boxes. Yeah. You clip on your shirt. You can actually plug a lav in there. It's like a $50 upgrade mm -hmm. and then you plug it into your iPhone and it just kind of hangs yeah. there and it's Bluetooth audio. Yeah. 
That's good They're too. 200 bucks. The only thing I don't like about that is I, like, it's so big. It well, that's like why shit. what you can do is you can hide, <laughs> you can hide that thing like right. in your leather jacket. Right. And then there's well, the, not lav, everyone has the lav a, clip on. It's like it's 50 bucks. Right. So anyway, no, I get you. So, um, what do you think people should do? Like for the people that are afraid of filming themselves, should they start just like, we just hear them and maybe they're like, no. what do you think? You think they need to get over it? And yeah. Be in I, think, it? I think get over it. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I think people want to see you. Mm-hmm. They when when you're in front of a camera and you're talking with your own voice, not some trending audio bullshit. That's how you relate with people. People mm-hmm. feel like the number one thing I get is I feel like I know you mm. when I've never met these people. Mm-hmm. And uh I think you need to get over that. And there's a couple of ways like I always say set up your camera, press record cuz a lot of people are awesome when the camera's not on them, then yeah. you press record and they like freeze up. Deer in headlights. Press record have it in front of you and just get used to talking in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Know that you're not going to be posting this anywhere and then do that. Like it's like reps. And then maybe a week later, you know, record again and know that you're going to send it to a friend or a family member and then get their opinion. And then you just like keep doing the reps until you get comfortable enough that you have something you can post. How do you feel about, um, b- rushing to, um, participate in trends. Um, like for example, like I love on Instagram, like now that they put in that green screen that was on TikTok mm-hmm. for a while. So like for agents, they can report on things with yeah. them behind them. I'll tell you, there's something about when someone's holding one of those little tiny mics. I love that tiny mic. You like it? I don't know why. I just well, it's like, so close. So it's almost like ASMR. It's less the, about this. It is. Yeah. It's less about the sound and more just like the holding a baby mic. Yeah. You're just <laughs> like, why the fuck is this guy? Yeah, I get that too. I mean, yeah, it's trending trends to me are like, I don't know that you can go viral. Sure. But like when you go viral, it doesn't really do anything. And people ask me all the time, how do you go viral? It's like, what you should be asking is how do you create consistent content that people are going to engage and like and share? I mean, a viral video doesn't do fucking anything. And I don't really, go, I don't even consider my shit viral. I'll do like three, 400,000 views. Mm-hmm. I've never had millions of views or anything like that. I'm just, but I'll consistently get, you know, a hundred to 400,000 views, which I think is better than 10 million views on one video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that people are, it's weird. Like they're either asking you how to not be afraid or they're, they want to know, like, how do you, um, get from zero to 2 billion? And that's the thing. That's everything in life. You know, that's why there's all those diet things and those fucking programs. And then, you know, do do you ever have that, uh, what was it called? The Abtronic or whatever. We're just like, get a six pack. Like there's all that shit. That's just like, there's, you just need to fail. You need a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. until you find something that you hit. And then once you find something that hits, start growing that. Any parting advice for the licensee out there who's still judging content before making it? I mean, don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> but don't, why uh-huh. would you judge that? You know, don't, we've heard it. Don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, I don't know why you would judge it. Don't knock it till you try it. Um, I think when you're judging it, you're just scared to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think if you just tried to do it and there's ways to do it that aren't funny or like anything, like literally do a market update, but do a market update with some shit in the background that like people can relate to. I always come back to relatability. Like if you like Metallica, put a fucking Metallica record back there. <laughs> if you have a favorite book, Harry Potter, throw it back there. Cause now you're getting a market update. You're giving value to people. And then those people are watching. Oh, that's a nice 17% up in the fucking, no one knows who the fuck you're talking about anyways. And then, you know, Oh shit. I like Harry Potter too. 
And then that's another connection, another wall, like a barrier that you've broken down between you and the, the audience. Ben's going to have a, a hundred bumper yeah, stickers. Have all the Harry Potters posters. back there. <laughs> so <laughs> as we kind of finish up here, I'd, I'd like to say um, two things. One, for me, once my strategy became primarily about being known, mm-hmm. all of the judging and all that stuff yeah. went away. I, I love when plan. you said that on, on uh, buying Beverly Hills too. Oh, I don't remember saying you that. You said it and, and it. I said it in my talk. Oh, part of our job. Oh, is yes, that's to be, right. That's to right. Be known. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Thank you for that compliment yes. here and there. And then the other thing is, I think that you really embody the opposite of what everyone, um, I think, in our space um really what they do so poorly is that they are so defensive over their profile grid. Mm -hmm. They are so defensive about how they look. They, even in deals, their behavior is all about all these ego driven things. And you just come out here with no, like completely um, emancipated and also divorced from uh, the old way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And Uh, Whether you like it or not, we're going to give you this compliment and say like, dude, it's a massive inspiration. And the things that you do, I think you you probably don't even realize at scale how many how like you can really change the industry and their approach to marketing because they're like, if he can be Stan, I can do a market update. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so like, dude, bravo. Thank you. I bravo. appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. Guys. I don't know how you do it because if I did what I do, if I took your advice more and did what speaks to me, I'd be canceled <laughs> by you. So well, I, I so mean, there's I. definitely a, there's definitely <laughs> like so a time lying. and place too. Like, don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, you're doing I mean, it well. You, 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 I told you this before you, inspire me and like you're you know 32 years younger than me and you inspire me that's good for everyone to see so uh matt where can everyone find you uh matt.leonetti it's it's pronounced lionetti l-i-o-n-e-t-t-i wow. and uh on instagram i usually uh respond to my dms unless you're fucking weird <laughs> he also has a really good podcast called over ass yes uh, yeah, with both of them have been on we it. have been on it which is the only reason he's here yes, today yeah um, we bartered with the incomparable eric simon the broke agent um, they do all sorts of things, uh, interviewing high producers, high producers minus like myself, and um, uh, just to give people other other uh, ways to uplift their business. Um, I'm at Ben Bellack. I'm at Zach Goldsmith24. And this is... To live and buy in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs>